Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of my silly, silly little life. Um, Lots going on at the moment, but I'm very excited for this episode. It's a long one. Um, This is my first time having someone else on the podcast, so that's exciting. Um, My friend Joel, who I used to go to school with, he now lives in Melbourne and he owns a jewellery company. Um, and yeah, I had him on the show. We had a little chat about all kinds of things, really, from COVID and the lockdowns. Of course, you can't really avoid that. We went from COVID to cannabis to surfing to mental health to OnlyFans to cancel culture. Um, yeah, so let me know what you guys think of it. As always, there is a link in the show notes um, to send in a voice message to me. If you would like to chat to me or to be on the podcast, please let me know. Um, The quote for this week is honestly really unrelated, but it's just kind of stuck in my mind over the past few days since I heard it. My yoga teacher said, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Basically, she was saying during a meditation in class that we go away on holidays and we go to these places that we see as tranquil and safe and peaceful. And we save up to go to these beautiful places where we can find peace and like a bit of paradise. But what would you do if you could create that sense of peace within yourself? So everywhere you go, you have, you're already there. You're already in paradise. You're already on holidays and you're already in a peaceful and blissful mind state because you can provide that for yourself and definitely know that you have the potential to do that. Um, I just thought that was a really nice way to think about it um, and to think about meditation and what it can do for you. Like if you're not really sure why you want to start meditating or try meditating, use that as your reason, that you would like to become your own little safe haven and you can carry that little bit with you everywhere you go. Very special. Okay, anyways, without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Eight eight and a half minutes in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My first um, guest on this silly little podcast and probably my last. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) See how it goes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome. Very excited to have you on. (laughs) I actually was like keen to do it. You you know that I like the podcast to begin with. So thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, I was I wasn't sure what to expect when you were starting when you posted about the podcast. I was like, this could be really good or yeah. this could Next be thing terrible. You know, she's been in the psych ward for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a wild first episode, but Yeah. Big really, journey. Really cool though. Like I think that's what like gave me a lot like what made me like it so much was just like the honesty in that first episode was like crazy and I was just like not expecting it at all. I was like, I will you know, you've done so much weird shit and so much different things with your life. And I was like, I wonder what this will even be about. Hmm. And then when it was about that, I was like, well, that was not on my list of <laughs> options at all. But Jesus. It was, yeah, it was wild. But it was so good and super helpful. Like, yeah. Thanks, I, dude. Yeah, it's great. That's so nice to hear. That's yeah. why I told you that. <laughs> I, yeah, I like didn't I didn't really want to like message you and be like, "Hey, that was really good" and like stuff because I know we hadn't really spoken for a while either, and I was just like, oh, "I feel weird. It's so personal." But then I was like, "But also, like, if I did this, I would like it if someone messaged me being like, "Hey, I really liked it. It was cool." So I was like, "Ah, fuck it." And Definitely. Then, yeah, I was happy I did. In yeah, his, me too. Yeah. Now you're here. All right, look at it. <laughs> look at us now. Um, my, that was kind of my aim in like releasing that first episode. Cause I felt like I had like been through such a crazy, like tumultuous, just insane time in my life. And like, no one knew. And I didn't really know how to like, I almost felt the need 
to tell people because it's like I wish oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get it. Where was I going with that thought? <laughs> like, like you I, felt like you wanted people to know but just didn't know how to tell them kind of thing. Yeah, and it's not like you can really post on Instagram and be like, hey, um, just so you guys know. Yeah. This is what I went through and it was really crazy. Like no one no one really reads those posts that are like paragraphs long and like Yeah, and even if they do, it's like I don't think It doesn't yeah, have as much impact. Yeah, and it's just not enough to describe exactly how you felt. Especially yeah. reading it, it's hard to get the context of, you know, if it's a happy post. <laughs> you know, a lot of people yeah. post like, oh, yeah, like I've been struggling heaps, whatever. And you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, and then, like, you move if you're on. feeling better yeah. and post about it. Yeah. Yeah, but like actually hearing someone like talk about it was like, yeah, pretty like real, you know, like it made it yeah. really, really obvious what was going on, which was cool. And it was like mm. just nice. Like, weirdly comforting good yeah like that was my aim like I wanted my friends and like the people that have known me to be like oh shit like that's what she went through but oh that's really nice that she's okay and then like for people to reach out and like I just want to talk about what I went through because I'm sure that so many other people have gone through similar things yeah and then yeah like having friends on the podcast as well having anyone on the podcast and I don't know. I just want to chat to people. <laughs> yeah. Have many people like reached out in like a yeah. uh, kind of way of being like, hey, me too, that you like weren't expecting? Yeah. It was actually really surprising. Like the responses were really positive and really supportive. And um, I had people that I really didn't expect, like my friends or like friends of my parents reach out to me and be like, I'm really proud of you and thank you. And like, like I've had a couple even say like my, child is going through the same thing and um so I've actually like spoken to a couple of family friends like their kids like just had to sit down and spoken about mental health and what they're going through and that's been really cool for me because that's exactly what I wanted yeah, out of the podcast. That's super important. Yeah so yeah. that's cool and I think also like mixing like the really heavy things that I spoke about in the first episode and then some lighthearted things. Like I kind of just want it to be like I'm just having a conversation with you. Yeah, or, for sure. By you, I mean the person listening. Like you feel like we're just kind of having a chat. Yeah, this must be weird addressing everyone and me now. <laughs> well, it's, it's – I think it's going to be easier recording with people because like I said in the last episode – like just talking into a microphone and being like, hmm, I wonder what people are going to, like I can't converse with someone, which is when I feel like I can get my ideas out better rather than just talking for half an hour straight on my own. True. I do think though that is part of the appeal of it is like that it is just you like with your own thoughts kind of thing. Like I think think that's what I do like about it. Like I definitely agree that it would be good chatting to people, but I really did like, the first three of just like being like, oh, yep, I know exactly how you feel. Even just like the whole meta, like imagining myself trying to record something like that, you know, just being mm. like, oh, yeah, like we're all the same kind of thing. Like I, I like it when you kind of, I don't know, it sounds really shit to say, but it's like when you were kind of like <laughs> s- stressing about like, you know, what you were going to say or like sounding a certain way. There's like a few times where you're really, like self-conscious about like how you were going to sound and like come across and stuff. But I think that's all like kind of part of it and really interesting, which is, I don't know. Cool. I reckon, well, that's I reckon good you, to know. Yeah. I reckon if you start having people on all the time, you should definitely try to do like one by yourself every like few episodes to kind of bring yeah. everyone back to home. <laughs> <laughs> Let them all know I'm still just very yeah. anxious to be <laughs> Hey, remember last week uh, when I was pretending to be fine with someone else? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally not the case. <laughs> oh, That's really cool that you're talking to, like, younger kids. Well, kids, don't know how yeah, old they are, but, like, that's like younger that, people. Yeah, I, I love it. And even though, like, it may not be the same level of what I experienced, like, these kids aren't, like, going to the hospital and things like that um all of that shit started with being a kid and having like those weird intrusive thoughts or like kind Mm -hmm. of depressing thoughts so like if you can get in early and just have a conversation because I didn't really 
have anyone I mean like I had therapists but I only got therapists when it was like a little bit too late <laughs> so yeah, like, it's like I didn't really have well. someone I could sit down with and just be like hey I feel really weird about myself and my life and like I don't really know what to do with these feelings I never like had that conversation yeah. like in my formative years so now yeah it's good it's so funny how it's like always you always realize like way too late that it's like, yeah. like looking back on like you know growing up now you're just like how the fuck did I not know this was going on and it's like well you just didn't know because you didn't know and that's all yeah. it is like when you're right in the moment like how are you yeah. supposed to have that outlook and it but, just becomes yeah. normal as well so you just start like dealing with it your own way and it's like yeah I got it's, so used to it yeah it's it's important to like kind of you know pull people up on like dangerous stuff if they are like younger because it's like well they've got an extra like five years to sort their shit out before they're out in the real well, world and really hits the yeah <laughs> what type of things do you mean like just day-to-day stuff or like kind of bigger decisions or like just a bit of everything really I can overcomplicate things in my head yeah quite easily um so I find that if I externalize those thoughts or like vocalize them with someone and get their point of view it's kind of like oh okay I can go from there so like the other day I um I had a bit of a misunderstanding with a friend like it it wasn't a fight it was just kind of a weird hiccup in the relationship Mm -hmm. and I didn't really it was the first time I had something like that happen with this particular friend and I didn't really know how to handle it because it was like well I feel I disagree with you and this is how I feel about it. But, you know, I don't really know how to navigate this because I'm worried about hurting your feelings, but I also want to get my own feelings across. So, like, I took it to my therapist and we worked through it and she helped me to sort out my feelings. So without really taking on her point of view, like she helped me, she kind of guided me through so that I could still think my own thoughts about the situation, but, you know, with a little bit of support. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, things like that. Um, oh, I love therapy. I love my therapist. <laughs> How long have you been going to this therapist? Like um, the same one? I only started with her maybe two months ago. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's good um, that you found someone because that is tough to find a good so one sometimes. Tough, dude. Hey? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I've had so many. Like I started in therapy when I was... I think maybe 15 mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I've had maybe like 10 therapists and then like not to mention all of the different people you see and talk to in the hospitals as well yeah. and like that whole treatment. And I had a really amazing one throughout 2019 and 2020. Um, but she had to, she moved across Australia or something. And so I couldn't see her anymore. And that was fucking devastating yeah I was like sucks. what am I gonna do yeah and then I was on the waiting list like for ages for this new therapist and yeah I just started with her and I don't see her that often because she's really like busy and booked out but she's so good like she really um she kind of tells me some things I don't want to hear but like like she gives me the hard truths yeah yeah um, I guess like you obviously need that and she picks up on that because they wouldn't do that if you didn't, if they didn't think like you needed it. Yeah. Or like if she didn't think I could handle it. Yeah. It was like yeah. my last one. She was just really nice and gentle and she, I don't think I was in a place mentally where I could have those tough conversations. And I think she knew that. Yeah. Um, right. And this therapist, yeah, like I'm feeling so much better now and, and she knows and she can sense that I'm, like, ready, willing and able to have those conversations. Yeah, that's And she awesome. also, like, she knows she knows that I really like to get all of the information when I'm being told something. So if I'm like, oh, I, I was going for a walk today and, like, it made me, I felt really anxious out of nowhere and I don't really understand why. And because of that, um, say, like, for example, like, my knee started hurting like on my walk and I don't really know where that came from and she'll be like okay well here's how the nervous system works that is how that works so funny that you say that because that's like what helped me the most I reckon was like just being explained like the science behind it all yeah and like 
yeah, it's like it makes so much of a difference when you understand what's going on and then you can like kind of just be like, oh, yeah, like this is because of this and then you instantly like worry about it so much less. Or Yeah, like I, I can't know. really, I need it like fully contextualized. I need all the information before so that I can like apply it to my like circumstances. Otherwise, yeah. she's just telling me things and I don't really take it on board or remember it. Yeah. So she's really good and like conscious of giving me like, so most of our sessions will literally just talk about one thing, like one very tiny specific thing, like that fight with the friend, like we'll talk about that for an hour so I can get my head wrapped around the whole thing. That's so cool. Yeah. And do you, this is one thing I always wonder, do you, when you go to a new therapist, how far back do they go? Are they like, is it like meeting like oh God, you have to tell exhausting. them everything that you're like, oh, well, I already worked through this, but let's, <laughs> let's just reopen again. that wound. Yeah. All good. <laughs> well, I, I think it's different for different people. Like for me, like because there was childhood trauma, I really need that to like contextualize why I am the way I am now. Yeah. And for other people, that's not the case. So it, it depends on what you want to get out of the therapy. Like for me, I know that I, I want to like heal from, my childhood so I kind of have to um but also like the job of the therapist is to extract those things through conversation so you may not necessarily be like okay well here's what's happened to me since the day I was born like here's my full story um because they can pick up on your behaviors and the way you react to certain situations and be like oh well you just responded (laughs) that way so does that mean that this happened to you as a kid and you're like oh yeah how did you know yeah that's my job (laughs) get out of my brain yeah (laughs) oh but she's so cool like um she like lets me talk about how much I love like mushrooms and cannabis and how it's really like changed my life and um like last weekend she went to this um summit uh not summit like a conference like a yeah a conference um in Melbourne and they like we're touching on the topic of mushrooms and like she didn't disclose my name or anything, but she was like, yeah. yeah, I told, I told my peers about you and blah, blah, blah. And I was so excited um, like to tell people about how it helped you. And I was excited to That's cool. tell you about it. And <laughs> she's like, Oh, I, I saw this movie and I thought of you. Like, she's so lovely. I'm a cool therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about drugs. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, yeah. did she come down to Melbourne? No, I think it was over Zoom. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. She would have been one of very few people to make it in and out alive. Mm. <laughs> what week of lockdown are you guys in? Um, well, we have been here for 15 weeks and we've been <laughs> out for three and a half and just got extended by another four weeks. So. It'll oh be God. Uh, 17 or 18 weeks of lockdown and three and a half weeks outside, which is awesome. That is so intense. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I think we'd be okay if we hadn't just moved here and if mm. we weren't living in like a small apartment mm. without like outdoor areas. Mm. Do you <laughs> get like little daily walks? Yeah, silly yeah. little mental health walks. <laughs> the tiniest of silly walks. Uh, we, yeah, we get like, oh, you're allowed to go outside to get groceries and stuff and for exercise, which is fine. But like when it's rainy or windy, you're just like, well, there's two days inside where I have only yeah. left to get like bread and milk. Yeah. But it's not that bad, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. But so what do you spend your days doing? <laughs> yeah, just just working, honestly, and then nothing. But, <laughs> but Elsa can't work or, like, her uni is on holidays as well. So she's just <gasps> chilling. <laughs> oh, poor, <laughs> poor thing. thing. Yeah, which is, yeah, less than ideal for her. But I'm extremely lucky that, like, I already had my studio set up at home so I can just work from there and then... Yeah, it feels like kind of normal for me, but still pretty shit not being able to like just go out for dinner if we want to or something. Yeah. But yeah, 
Everyone's so when you say it. you have your studio set up, is it in the apartment? Yeah, so we have a two bedroom and one bedroom is half of it's like Elsa's wardrobe and my like work bench and stuff is all in there. Yeah. Which is cool. Oh, for the people listening at home. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to tell them what you do, what your studio is? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what I want to tell. <laughs> yeah, you tell not me. Oh, well, uh, I'll just yeah, say that, if you were jewelry. listening to my yeah. last episode, um, you would have heard me talking about a friend who is releasing a jewellery line um, with parts of the profit going to beautiful local organisations down in Melbourne. Um, so do you want to just yeah extend on that? Yeah, yeah. So I make jewellery and that's my job at the moment. And, yeah, the I'm, so I'm Proud of You ring is like $50 from each ring is going to Black Rainbow Australia who do like um, LGBTQI plus uh, suicide prevention in the Indigenous community, which is really cool. Amazing. Yeah. How did you choose that particular organisation? I just asked some people who are in the world um, that I am not in of being, you know, part of the LGBTQI plus community. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, a few people said Black Rainbow. So I, like, just looked into them a bit and was like, yep, that suits pretty damn well to what I want the money to go towards, you know. Cool. Yeah, need it more than we do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which um, is, but, yeah, thanks for the shout-out on the last podcast too. That was nice. Of course. Anything I can do to help spread the word. Yeah, um, has... I just got a text before saying my ring will be arriving in like an hour or two. Yikes. That's Woo! exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I think I'm going to get all dressed up, go take some photos this Avo. Back to the influencer. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about it lately. I cannot believe I used to live my life like on Instagram or like base my life around Instagram. Like that's insane. I yeah. It's I don't a know. wild world. It really Instagram. is, dude. I was so burnt out. Like I was traveling to Sydney and Melbourne like four times a month and like I just wake up, content, 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 take photos, worry about how I look. Then I got signed to an agency as a model, which fucked with me. And just like I was so – I was just so busy all the time. Yeah, um, it kind of seems like that type of lifestyle is like it just seems so appealing but I think in reality is like not kind of worth it if you're not yeah for it. I agree and also I was just doing it because I was making good money and I was having fun and like I was like 19 like I got to go to really cool events and I got free stuff and it was so much fun but I wasn't really like I didn't really have an end game in mind or like a certain yeah. thing I wanted to get to. And like, I was studying fashion at uni at the time and it was all really cool to be in that world, but I wasn't really trying to, I wasn't really working towards anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just all seemed a little bit pointless. Like I just, it'd just be the same thing every day. Um, yeah, and like now what? like I just chill out, but yeah. I'm thinking of, getting back into it again, but not at all Well, you like can how do I've it, done it, in do the, it the right way now. Yeah. yeah and like keep... now I, I kind of know what some of my base principles are and like where I would want to go in a career if I had one. And, you know, like the messages that I actually really genuinely believe I should be getting across on social media. Yeah. Um, I think that's the trick though, is like actually just caring about something like, yeah. And not doing it for yourself like as I think in the at the start you kind of have to to even get jobs but eventually you can start picking and choosing like really good companies to work with or really good brands that support what you support and definitely who are going to treat you well and vice versa so it's like I think there is a good way to do it but there's definitely a bad way to do it and (laughs) that's that's the easiest way unfortunately yeah um but yeah, it's a bit of a trap. It seems I, you know, I used to have like a few followers mm-hmm. and myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did not like that 
like attention and that was before influencing was really a thing like mm-hmm. back in the 2013s or whatever and it was like yeah that that fucked me up enough to be like yeah this isn't for me and I'm I always wonder like I reckon I just would have if I never like deleted that account and stuff like I definitely would have just turned into like I don't know I just would have had a lot less fun in my late teens I think of yeah. just like just doing what I want and not worrying about like numbers yeah for sure the number oh, yeah, game that's the other thing. oh dude like every week I because I didn't have like for a long time I didn't have like an agent or manager or whatever yeah. and you have to send out like your weekly insights to all of your clients heavy so like yeah it was heavy like ever and I'd be so disappointed if things went down even like four percent because it meant that like I wouldn't be making as much money on my next post and I just was so obsessive with like those numbers like it's yeah. all that mattered and so I would just do whatever I needed to do in order to get those numbers up like I wouldn't even really pay attention to what I was posting it was just like whatever would get more engagement that's it and that that's like the danger of it doing like the more kind of commercial side rather than caring about what brands you are dealing with because like the bigger brands only really care about numbers. Whereas I think a lot of the cooler brands like myself included, when I look for people to like who I think about like sending stuff to whatever, it's like, I genuinely Mm -hmm. don't care. Obviously followers has a little bit to do with it. You're not going to send something to someone who has like 300 followers. Mm. Um, But as soon as you're over like three K or whatever it's like you may as well just like look at that and be like yeah that's a really nice like small group of people who care a lot about what this person has to say that's so that's so much like that's that has so much more value than someone who has 100,000 followers but only 20 people actually care about what they're saying you know yeah so we'll actually like buy the products yeah rather than just like the photos or whatever yeah, like I really like that about like the micro-influencing and like modern day social media stuff is leaning towards more about like values and like quality over quantity, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and so transparency ho- as well. Like, Yeah, huge. Like, I hate cancel, cancel culture. I'm really over it. Yeah. It's been so good um, for people like actually taking responsibility and being more conscious of what they post. Yeah, for I've sure. really liked that aspect of it. Yeah, cancel culture sucks because sucks. I definitely am big on like giving people second and third chances as long as they're like moving in the right direction. Of but course. yeah, but it is good that people are so scared of being cancelled that they are just not dickheads in the first place, which is yeah. quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was even like going back to um, Kanye. We were talking about Kanye before we started recording, um, and among other Baby, among other things, <laughs> and Baby being on his album, and everyone's just so mad yeah. because of what? all of those. What did Baby even do? So okay, I don't know enough about it. Like I haven't seen the original video clips or whatever, right. but I think what he did was he was on stage at a concert or something, um, and he was saying like he made some transphobic and maybe even homophobic remarks and, you know, you just don't, like, who the fuck is transphobic or homophobic these days? Like, grow up. Yeah, it's like Um, a considered decision to do that these days. Yeah. And so people were really upset and, like, like his label dropped him, so many, like, brands that he had, um, like, sponsorships or collabs with dropped him, like, Lil Nas X was really close with him, dropped him, um, and he was cancelled within, like, 24 hours. Like, everyone was like, fuck the baby. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And then Kanye had his listening party and sitting there, like, in the middle of the stadium on those front porch steps is the baby. With Marilyn. Like, yeah, with Marilyn Manson, who <laughs> I understand people being mad about him because, like... <laughs> Yep. Like legend, but you know, alleged rapist. Um, but everyone was like, "What the fuck is Kanye doing with the baby? He doesn't deserve to be up there. He doesn't deserve the the fame." Um, but I listened to the oh, and then the Kanye's album got released, and they didn't put the baby song on there. 
like it, they made it not available and like Kanye didn't know and it was a whole thing. Oh, he yeah. was posting like the screenshots of his texts with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I listened to the song and in the rap he's talking about like you, you didn't give me a second chance, like you have no idea what I'm like capable of, you don't know what I have inside of me and like you cancelled me so quickly and like you just don't know. Yeah. And, yeah, it's so true. Like that's... I, I don't even know any of his music or anything, but maybe there's more to it. But I definitely don't think people should be bringing up, like I definitely think bring up stuff from the past and like talk to people about it, but not giving people a chance to even respond is pretty brutal sometimes. Yeah, like, just being like, you're cancelled. Yeah, Gone. like obviously no one's a fan of what, like if that's what he did, then yeah, that's obviously <laughs> not cool in the slightest. But. Yeah, I don't. You just don't know the context. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I don't like cancelling people. It's scary. Like, <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, I imagine wouldn't... being cancelled yourself. Like, what do you do then? Yeah, very different if it's like something that is like a criminal offence. You know, like with um, oh, I don't really even want to talk about it, to be honest. But the like the old male people in Hollywood, you know, doing terrible shit through the years and just like. Yeah. Of it, yeah, obviously, like, not giving a fuck about it. It's just like, yeah, they deserve to get cancelled because yeah. it was, like, decisions made over 20 years consistently and there's, like, hundreds of, like, women who have been affected by it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a reason to cancel someone or to, you know, put them in prison or whatever, and that's all goods. <laughs> like, that's that's the type of cancelling that I am a huge fan I of. I stand behind it. <laughs> yeah. And if, like, baby came out now and was like, yeah, I stand behind those comments or whatever, it's like, yeah, fuck him. Like, of course yeah. not. But if we want, like, the world to be a little bit nicer, we have to at least give people one chance to be like, okay, don't ever, ever, ever fuck up again and educate them and stuff and then... Hopefully, all the bigots will be gone. <laughs> we'll clear the world of them. <laughs> yeah, or, or of bigotry. <laughs> bigotry. Well, there you go. I mean, this conversation alone, we've done it. It's like Solved. we're just solving the world's problems. <laughs> we found the missing piece. It was being um, nice all along. <laughs> oh, cute dogs walking past. Oh, for some reason I thought you were, like, sitting in, like, an underground car park. I don't know, just because you're in Melbourne, I just assumed. <laughs> well, I That's came really nice. from an underground car park, but I didn't think the internet reception would be too good under my yeah. building, so decided to it's roll out onto the street. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, it's a bit of outdoor time during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Change of scenery. Just don't want to waste street. one hour. Yeah, I'm in my COVID bubble of a car. Oh, dude, being in Brisbane yesterday... It's so different on the Gold Coast. Like I, oh, I don't know if I can even say this on the podcast. <laughs> I choose to not wear a mask if it's really not necessary. Um, cancelled. Cancelled. <laughs> She's cancelled. Get out. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's my personal choice. Do you still, um, are you meant to on the Gold Coast? What's the rules like there? You're, you're supposed to, but. Well, I actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's still necessary, but there are still, you know, a few people wearing them, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. Back on the Gold Coast and we haven't had a case in so long, not mm. one single case. So, um, yeah, yeah. I just, like when I just go out and about, I just don't really wear a mask. If I'm asked to put one on, I will, um, but I won't really leave the house thinking I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, well, that's what it, it was even like that down here. It was like between COVID lockdowns, it was like there was a week there where we didn't even have to wear a mask outside. And it was only when you like went into a shop, you'd put it on. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's what it has been here. Yeah. I don't even think it got to the point where you had to wear them outside. Yeah, right. Which is so good and so <sighs> lucky for us. Mm. It's been yesterday where they have had more cases again nothing as severe as you guys are in Sydney yeah um but I felt like like I was just walking around on the street not wearing a mask and I felt people like stare at me and judge me like it was really it got so like political and like personal it does pretty quick which is 
I think fair in some cases, but yeah, my, in some cases. My brother went to the Sunshine Coast last oh, on the weekend, I think, and he said no one wore a mask anywhere up there. And yeah. that's like, you know, it's the same as the Gold Coast, like an hour or so from Brisbane. So, yeah, I guess Gold Coast is in the wrong direction, though. So close to New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just have like open air and, you know, yeah. we're, not, we're a city, but we're not like there's not. I was so less worried. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was so less worried living in like on the Gold Coast before we moved. Like obviously COVID wasn't really bad then. Like, it's only in the past three months that it's gotten bad again down here. But, yeah, I'd never, like, I was even saying to my brother last night, I was like, I don't think I would get vaxxed if I was in Queensland right now. Like, I would. Cancelled. Well, I'd want to. (laughs) I would really want to, but I wouldn't feel, like, the need to. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'll just wait until it's my turn. Whereas down here, I was like we lined up for like a whole day being like, we have to get facts. Like, oh, we were so stressed about it. And then eventually like got it. And it was like, oh, thank God. Like the sense of relief that I got from like, you know, having that first vax was like so good. And then when I was, I was like thinking back to when I was living on the Gold Coast and I was like, damn, I like didn't realize. That just would not (laughs) have been a priority. Yeah. I could have just walked in and got one as well, like six months ago on the Gold Coast and it was fine. Mm. like if you really you know how they were doing the thing where you can like go at the end of the day and they like if people didn't if show up to their appointments yeah. yeah so I was like I had a few friends who were working at them they're like seriously come at the end of the day and I was like oh I'll just let people who need it get it first and I was like yeah I was so stupid I could have moved down here like with only like you know half vaxxed or fully vaxxed. vaxxed yeah yeah but I'm getting I, vaxxed tomorrow nice I'm what are you getting in. I'm getting Pfizer straight up Straight up. Yeah, yeah. I have apparently, I don't really know about this, but they're saying that because um, I have endometriosis True. and apparently Pfizer is, um, can kind of help with like inflammatory long-term diseases such as endo. Wow, well, so, that would be great, wouldn't it? I know. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so i was able to book in luckily. Um, I mean, I had to do like a bit of research and calling around yeah. and like got a letter from a doctor, but yeah, I don't know. Awesome. See how it goes. How did yeah. you feel after your first jab? Um, it was weird. I, the jab itself was like, you know how at school when we got injections, they would like, they'd, you'd feel it like run down your arm and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the Pfizer like, just went in and I was like, oh, I didn't feel anything. Like it just felt like the pin and that was it. Oh, that's weird. So, yeah, it was really weird. But then the next day I woke up and like my arm was really sore mm-hmm. um, and I was just like a bit tired all day and kind of like every time I – I went for a walk in the morning and then got home and also felt fine and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm about to vomit. So I just like lied down for like a few hours and then I was fine and then my arm's better. That was like – three days ago, four days ago now, and I feel fine. I think it's the second one with Pfizer that's meant to fuck you up a bit, so I'll keep you posted. Mm. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, but all good. And, that's yeah, Elsa didn't have anything go wrong. Um, that's good. Yeah, lucky girl. Lucky girl. Yeah. I wasn't – I felt pretty un- – like, same as you were saying about the Gold Coast, I was like, I don't really – like, yeah, I'll get vaccinated. I don't really care, but – I probably won't do it until like I want to travel, like until it's, I I want to do something and I'm told that I can't do it unless I'm vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But then all of the Sydney and now the Melbourne lockdowns happened. And although I'm trying to avoid vaccination content online, because it's just overwhelming at this point, I've seen so many people be like, you're so selfish if you're going to wait until you need it to get it. Like, why wouldn't you just get it? And I was like, oh, you know what? I grew up getting <laughs> vaccinated. Like, it's really, it's just another jab. Don't have to bring politics into it. I'll just get it. And yeah. then it's done. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. It's it's interesting, that thing. It's like, I definitely, like, am sick of seeing people carry on about it. But also, it's like, it's just infuriating watching people, you know, 
be dumb about it. And just yeah. like, oh, this stop making this your personality. Let's just yeah. all agree that COVID's bad and let's try and fix it. Or even like, let's just all agree that we all have our own choices. And we yeah. all, as long as you make sure to educate yourself, you are free and welcome to make any decision you like and that's your decision and live with it. But don't broadcast it to the world. Don't fight with other yeah. people about it. Exactly. It's just so much built up around it now that it's just like, shut up about it like I'm over it (laughs) yeah I think that is like the secret though of just like doing your own research because if you do the research and you genuinely find out that like if you after like looking into everything if you think that it's not for you and like you've seen a doctor and they also think it's like not for you then yeah it probably isn't for you that's fine like we all have access to the exact same information yeah which is endless by the way so like (laughs) it really does come down to personal choice so if that's if you've made the decision to get it or to not get it, then like that's fine as long as you can justify that decision with your own research. Mm. Then you cool. do you, boo. You'd have to do just constant justification in life, though. Yeah, especially oh. if you're anti-vax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's talk about pigeons or something else. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anything else. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually fucking over talking about COVID, but what else is going on? It's like the only current affair. I know. Oh, well, not now. I mean, there's a fucking hurricane in the States. Everything's going on in Afghanistan. Oh, that's heavy. Oh, it's just a lot. Yeah. Which just went down a rabbit hole of watching, like, all these documentaries from Vice and stuff about Oh my god! The war and whatnot, and I was just like, "Oh, this is truly terrible." Yeah, like, <laughs> and it's like heartbreaking. Ten- yeah, watch this one for like 2013. It's like, oh, so they could have stopped it then. Could have stopped. No it worries. Then. Yeah. Oh, oh, goods. Oh, goods. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Turns mm. shit, aren't we? Oh my god! I see the postman. Oh, I hope it's my ring. <laughs> this would be amazing. Oh my gosh! Wait, I'm gonna. Sorry to people listening if the sound goes weird because I'm getting up. Sometimes he um, throws my things up to me in the balcony. That's Probably nice. shouldn't like some recording. Yeah, we're besties. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he does that to Liam. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. So people listening at home, I live next door to Joel's brother. <laughs> how how that fun. happened? None of us know. <laughs> None of us know. He's renovating at the moment, so I oh, get yeah. all the How's fun sounds. <laughs> I noticed you didn't respond to that message when I said, um, <laughs> let me know oh, if, yeah. you want, if you want me to shut him up. And then you I said, you just didn't respond. And I was like, oh, maybe it's really bad. <laughs> no, no. I saw Liam the next day and I told him that you said that. We had a little laugh. <laughs> oh, good, good. Um, oh, dude, <laughs> I'm learning how to surf. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that, actually. Um, I was wondering the other day, because you posted something about, like, surfing, a guy surfing it, and I was like, oh, I wonder if you ever made it to learning again. I mean, look, I can catch a wave or two. Yeah, (laughs) nice. I don't really, like, I can stand up and that's about all I can do. I can just stand up on the wave and ride it in. Um, Nothing crazy. That's all, that's surfing. That's what surfing is. Yeah. Believe it or not, you've you've cracked it. You've actually cracked the code. I just That's go funny. down to it's yeah. small beginner waves and it's so much fun. Like I understand why people as soon as I got my first wave, I was like, Oh, I get why people like do this for hours a day or like dedicate their lives to it. Cause it feels so good once yeah. you are on the wave and you just ride it in. Yeah. Like it's, it's so best. much fun. I'm fucking not loving not being able to surf after living at home with my parents for a while before I didn't know you surfed yeah when I was back home on the coast I'd surf like twice a day because I was just working from home Mm. like after moving back from Brisbane before moving down here like wanted to go home and save money for a bit Mm -hmm. and yeah it was just like every day I was surfing in the morning in the afternoon and I got so into it after not doing it for a few years and mm. then moved down to here in a fucking lockdown, haven't been surfing once. Oh, that's so sad. I know. But, like, that was one thing that, like, to swinging it back to mental health made me so much, like, happier. And just I was like, oh, I should have been doing this for years and I maybe would have 
been able to deal with some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. just such a good feeling getting up yeah. on a wave. That's cool that you're doing it. Yeah. It's cool to do it with friends as well. Yeah. It's so much fun. I can't believe that I grew up on the Gold Coast and I just I just didn't really spend time at the beach. Like, because yeah. I grew up in the suburbs. It was like a 20-minute drive from the beach and it just wasn't really, like, my parents would never be like, let's go have a beach day. Yeah, you know, right. Like, I did nippers for a little bit, but because I didn't have much experience with the ocean, like, I was terrified and I would be really scared to go. Um, for people you... listening, nippers is like surf, <laughs> like surf life-saving. Um, how do you describe it? Like yes. Children, it's, yeah. It's just learning how to, like, save people. Yeah, and learning how to be, like, in and around the ocean and a bit of yeah. it's a bit of like sportsmanship and games as well good fun um, but i hated it i was so yeah. scared of it as a kid yeah that is fair though like i de- it definitely took me a lot longer like my brother just loved the water and was never scared and i was very much the opposite of like i really liked the beach and i liked swimming but then it was like as soon as i get on a board i'd be like ah i'm going to die and then if yeah. i went out the back i'd be like oh i'm going to die and yeah. then you just get to a point where it's like you don't even have a choice it's like me living like in Miami at the beach it was like we what else that, are you gonna do? yeah that was our only activity was beach related so yeah. you just like you know grin and bear it but if you don't live there and you're not forced to do it you don't really get over the fear I reckon until yeah, you're a lot older yeah. I haven't been surfing on my own yet because like I still kind of I don't know if I'm like out the back on my own I'm kind of like oh what if a shark just came up to me right now and like yeah. A little nibble. <laughs> like it's, oh, I feel it's... so so much more confident in the ocean when I have people around me or friends with me. Yeah, and that'll I love never swimming change. on my own. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I still like went out at out the front of Elsa's parents in Coolangatta. Um there was like a really nice wave one day and I was like, Oh, I'll just go for like a quick paddle out the back and it's just like in the middle of like Kira and like the next bit of land is like Corumban so it's just like the longest beach on the Gold Coast and then I was just out the back like it took me ages to paddle out really far out and I was just like as soon as I got out there I was like "Uh I don't like this and just like yeah looked around and then I smelt like fish like you know and you can smell like blue like that sea seaweed kind of smell and I was just like oh nope and just paddled in didn't catch a wave (laughs) and I was just like how am I like 22 and still like this afraid of being alone in the water? It was terrible. But then, you know, Oh my God, I've yeah. never told anyone that before. So I'm actually really glad that I just told you that and you feel the same way. Oh, it's so normal. Even with like one other mate, like we still sometimes if we're on our own and it's like, you know, sunset or like sunrise kind of thing. Yeah. And we just look at each other and just be like, oh. Maybe we should, risky. yeah, we should just head in. But <laughs> yeah. As soon as there's like three or four, you're like, ah, it's 25% chance. It's all good. Yeah, we're all it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, scary. Yeah, I don't recommend surfing on your own if you're scared <laughs> of being on your own out in the water. <laughs> well, I, I've got, I don't have a board. I'm just um, borrowing my friend's board at the moment. But I would like to try just, even if I went to like Corumban where there's always heaps of people in the surf and it's a pretty enclosed, safe beach. um, I want to try going out on my own and just see what that's like. But yeah, yeah, for the time being, I'm I'm still just getting used to surfing. If you want to borrow a surfboard, I, one of my surfboards is at my brother's house, my Mal, if you you can oh, probably no the, you probably see it in the garage, the red one. If you want to borrow it, just let me know and I'll get late or just ask Liam. Yeah, dude, that'd actually be so great because the one I'm using at the moment is, uh, I think it's like six foot seven or something like that, and I yeah, kind of right. want a bigger mount. Yeah, mine, mine's eight foot. It's like perfect for if you can stand <sighs> up. It's like the perfect step down from like a big foamy. So, yeah. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Yeah, just ask Liam and. I'll tell him that I said, of course. Done. I'll yeah. use this podcast as proof. <laughs> I'll send you a... Yeah, just like snip out this bit. See? <laughs> Joel said so. Yeah, I sure did. Jeez. <laughs> I realized we've been chatting for 63 minutes. I know. Look at us. How long are your podcasts normally? 20 minutes? Um, they're, they're about an hour. Really? Oh, uh, well, I actually, I think 
all well I've only done three episodes I yeah, think they're all different like first one was a bit over an hour second was maybe like 45 minutes or so wow and then my most recent one was the shortest one I've done well but let's go all uh, Joe Rogan on this you know yeah an long hour. form eh? <laughs> big big compliment to you that it didn't seem like that long the first one that compliments to you too for listening for that long <laughs> yeah Honestly. thank you yeah no it was good that's so funny. I definitely would have said like around half an hour. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anything else to add? <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm just, just thinking of what I should do with the rest of my day. Yeah, me nah, too. Nah, I've got work to do. It's fine. I've got some like life admin stuff that I've been putting off for weeks that classic i just know i should do today yeah. <laughs> tax return <laughs> oh i don't have a job what what are you doing for work if you want to share it with everyone if you don't no yeah, pressure no I'll, I'll put it on the podcast yeah. it's going under a bit of a rebranding at the moment so i can make it a little bit more um palatable to a wider audience but i have an only fans true as yeah so i started that um at the start of this year and that's been going pretty well for me. Um, but I feel like I'm just kind of doing it to make money at the moment. And I kind of want to, I don't yeah, I'm thinking about changing it up a little bit um, so that it's more like personal and not so much just like me posing in my underwear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I do that. And then I also do like um, nannying work or just odd jobs that pop up you know, for a bit of extra cash here and there. Yeah, right. Nothing crazy. Kill, kill. Yeah. I just, I don't really advertise it much because I've gotten a lot of, um, what's the term? A lot of like bite back from people close to me that aren't happy that I do it. So yeah, that's I, I didn't, I actually didn't know you had one. So yeah. I, I wouldn't have asked. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, it's okay. I'm very like, I'm happy to talk about it. I just don't, especially on a podcast where it's more like streamlined listeners and people who actually give a shit about what I have to say rather than just putting it on Instagram and, you know, anyone can access that link. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But then again, I'm probably going to stop doing it soon and change it to something else. Or I'm, I'm in the process of doing that now. So, yeah. See how Fair. it goes. Yeah. yeah well, well, apologies. Apologies. I wanted to start one for, um, like, I wanted to start, like, a, actually, maybe I won't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll flag it so I can cut it out. But I, I'm thinking about doing, like, a cannabis Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wanted, but I don't think OnlyFans is the right platform for it because I want it to be a platform where, like, I can talk to people and, you know, have other people on to talk about it and have conversations and I want it to be really interactive. Like I don't want yeah. me to be like the host of it. Um, so I'm looking into a few different things right now. I'm like talking to a couple people, but yeah, I'd really like to start some sort of online cannabis community. I wonder legally what's the go, what the go is there in Australia. Yeah. I, I have medicinal, like a medicinal marijuana license, I guess. True. Like- I didn't, no, that existed in Australia. Yeah, actually, it's becoming um, more and more prevalent. I I just went to my GP and we kind of went through all of my health history and especially um, taking into consideration all of the stays in the hospital and all of the medication yeah. I was on and how I've gone off of that. And I was really like, I'm really looking for an alternative way of like healing and dealing with some of the symptoms that I still deal with that I don't yep. want to take medication for um like I PTSD so I get pretty bad like vivid nightmares true um and so weed really really helps with that yeah for sure yeah things like that so I'd love to have like if you're talking about it in medicinal terms um it's okay but yeah I don't know I'm looking into it I don't know enough about it yet yeah that's fair enough yeah. That's so crazy because I honestly had no idea that you could even do that in Australia. But I guess like, yeah, like you said, with all of your like hospital visits and stuff, it's like obvious that it's a real thing because. Yeah, I guess... but even for like 
people who I don't normal people <laughs> even for normal people like really they're they're becoming a lot more like liberal in their prescription for it like all you have to say is like I get migraines or I have trouble sleeping or I have a bit of anxiety and they will find the best product and treatment for you that involves yeah. cannabis and do you like do you take it with like in oil form or yeah so I'm given CBD oil THC oil and dried flour as well yeah and it all comes from Canada there's it's grown in Australia as well but um you know, like there's particular strains and particular yeah. products for different symptoms. So my stuff comes from Canada and, um, oh, my God, there's a really cute dog walking past at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mine all comes from Canada and then it's it gets sent to a distribution centre in Burley. So it's all pretty local and then it gets distributed. But then there's also um, really cool companies throughout Australia there's one across the road from us in, um, like down here, just on Chapel Street. And is it called Astrid Dispensary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been in touch with the owner. Yeah, it seems be... like a really cool place. Have yeah. you been? Well, no, because not open to the public. And oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but we walk past it like every day because I don't do any drugs anymore for multiple reasons but Mm -hmm. I would really want like I really want like weed when I like go to bed you know what I mean it's like that would help like just to sleep and I was like Elsa and I like we should go in there and maybe get something but we're just like is it even legal like we were so unsure but that's really interesting I have to chat to you after maybe about it yeah definitely or even if you like I can send you her Instagram or whatever, you can ask her how it works. But we, I'd be happy to chat about it more. It may even just mean like a prescription from a GP or something. But, again, you just yeah. say, I just want some help sleeping and I don't want to take medication. And Yeah, that's it's, crazy. Yeah, slowly becoming more accessible to more people, which is truly it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like for like people don't understand if you're feeling anxious and like a doctor prescribes you Valium. Like if I take Valium, I'm wiped out for the day. I'm, I can't yeah. carry on my day. So either I'm anxious and I'm highly strung or I'm super knocked out from the Valium and have to just spend a day like lazing around home. Whereas you have a couple of drops of CBD oil and you just feel normal or better than normal yeah. and you can carry on your day like it's nothing and you're not it, high, you're not stoned, you're not like your mind isn't altered didn't have it's to just... kill any rhinos for their tusks. What? <laughs> you know how in like a lot of medicine it's like a lot of like tusks and stuff from animals? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, do some Googling after we're done. It's fucked up. Oh, yeah. That's going to freak me yeah. out. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like it's, it's insane where they draw the line of what has become acceptable as medicine. Like, yeah. and it's the most ridiculous shit is okay. And then it's like all these crazy side effects and then yeah it's like someone just wants to have a proper sleep it's like the yeah. world's hardest thing to yeah. fucking get a couple of drops of cbd oil yeah but it's especially for me like because i've been on both extreme ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. um hold on there's a loud motorcycle going past yeah it was I don't loud. Know if you can hear that yeah well, i live right on the highway so yeah you hear everything yeah um yeah, like I was taking strictly Western pharmaceuticals for months and I was pumped with them. Like at one point yeah. I was on like 11, 12 different medications. I couldn't Fuck even, like that. some days I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even string words together into a sentence Yeah, because I was so zonked out from them. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy that that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like the side effects of like regular medicine is insane for yeah. what for what they do is like not that impressive. And then they get, have to give you more medication to s- deal with those side effects and it's yeah. just a really vicious cycle. It's Horrible. not good for your body. Yeah, I'm glad I've never had to take any like medication really, which is good. Like yeah. even I, I try not to take like Panadol or anything even just because I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll just feel out this headache. And if it gets yeah. really bad, then I'll take some Panadol. I'm so, like, 
aware of how it become it can become like a habit, especially yeah, like for me for me particularly. It. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. very addictive with that kind of shit. So it's like, yeah, I'd never really want to have Panadol, even if I'm like in a lot of pain. I'll be like, yeah, I'll just see. Like, if it's still this bad in an hour, then yeah, I'll have some Panadol and it will fucking work because I haven't Fair enough. smashed it every time I felt like, yeah, oh, my head hurts. My head hurts. <laughs> That's but, where yeah. things like CBD oil or like exactly. balm can come in. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy and it's not addictive and, you know, yeah. everything in moderation. But for sure, that's also what's led me over the past year into this whole like health and wellness journey because I saw the absolute ugliest parts of mm. like Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry, well, maybe not the absolute ugliest, but you know, people have yeah. been in far worse situations than me. But to me, it's like the worst yeah. thing that ever happened to me was yeah. being in that hospital and being pumped with those drugs every day for months and like being given shitty food. And you know, it's never like it was never a holistic approach. Yeah. And now to be able to have complete control and autonomy over my body and what I eat, what I put into it, exercising, what I consume, it just has totally, totally changed me. And my like mission I feel is like just to spread that awareness to people. Like you don't have to take those drugs or that medicine. Like you can just heal yourself from within and you'll feel so much better than the quick fix you'll get from whatever it is you're wanting to take. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I like, it's very cool to see. And like, obviously the last time we probably hung out in person was like years, probably like two years ago now, but maybe even longer. But like, it just seems like you're a lot happier even since then, even though you were never like, you know, I never knew that you were like, you know, depressed or whatever, but yeah, it was like never outwardly. Yeah. Like you were always like really happy with me and like, we always had like a good time and stuff, but it was like, it's funny now looking like even just talking to you, it's like, yeah, you seem so like happy with yourself and like Mm. so much better, which is really nice to see. It's like, yeah, you can turn shit around just by doing simple stuff. It's fucking hard. It's, I mean, it can be small, simple things, but it's also like, hard work like yeah I have I feel like I just don't have many friends because I've like isolated myself over the past year because I'm just like working on myself every single day um but like it's been so worth it because then I have people like you come back into my life and say hey you seem like genuinely or like just a little bit better and it's like yeah. oh my god it's so nice to know that all of this like shittiness has been worth it yeah and And that there actually has been noticeable differences yeah and it's not like you know one big thing or like you know it's not like something super noticeable it's just like a bunch of little things that you've obviously been working on that you know just like your whole person just seems like a little bit better you know i mean like a little bit brighter which is cool but yeah it makes me so happy yeah and i haven't even seen you (laughs) (laughs) eventually oh yeah in in 2023 i think yeah out of lockdown thank god oh Oh. god so soon so soon so soon i was thinking about moving down to melbourne actually like at the end of this year yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll stay here Uh, for quite some time uh, yeah pretty pretty set on um if this lockdown continues for another few months to get out for a little while. Yeah. Even though we just arrived. Oh, my youngest yeah. sister just moved down to Melbourne. Yeah. Not meant too to long ago. You, how's she going? She's okay. Um, I mean, it's her first time living out of home and she's living yeah. in a lockdown. So like, does she have someone be with her? her? Yeah. She's living with one of her best friends, which oh, is cool. really nice. And I think she has some other friends that kind of live like physically close to her. So she's yeah. able to see them or, you know, they exercise together, things like that. Yeah, but awesome. she's kind of stuck into uni at the moment, which is a good distraction. Oh, it's great having something to do like that. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. well, tell her if she ever gets desperate that Elsa and I would happily hang out. <laughs> That's cool that you guys are near Chapel Street. It's a good neighbourhood. Yeah, we're literally like 
on, oh, on Chapel kind Street. Of, yeah, like just one street off, but you know, like a side street. So yeah, it's an amazing spot. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, if only we could utilize it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been good. Oh. I hate being negative. It's been it's been great. It's been so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel you can feel two opposing emotions about it. That's allowed. Yeah, yeah I'll accept it. <laughs> Love it, but hate it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm on two percent. Just letting you know, on my phone. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we wrap this up? It's been yeah. eighty minutes. Yeah, that's a long time. It's crazy. I don't really know how I'm going to edit this, but um, I'll figure it oh, out. Oh, <laughs> you're going to have a, the last like <laughs> around the fifty to what seventy area is going to be tough for you to edit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I look forward to seeing some more guests on the pod, actually. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. And to everyone listening, please go have a look at 1234Jewelry on Instagram. Thanks again, dude. This was so good. I feel like we covered so many different topics. Yeah, it's going to be a Rest in peace mess. to baby. <laughs> oh, <poor> cancelled. <laughs> Absolutely cancelled. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Have a beautiful rest of your day.